My name is James Brown, Jr., which means I'm the son of James Brown. And unfortunately, though, I'm the uh, James Brown with no talent. So I can't sing, I can't dance, but I can get loud, and I can um, display some antics and so forth. So I became a preacher. And uh, so, anyway, I'm pastor of Reformed Church of the Holy Trinity on the southwest side, just outside of Indianapolis. And just last month, Indianapolis had nine murders in seven days. Indianapolis is on a pace to break its 2017 record for murder and violent crime. It is so bad that the city council voted a resolution to state that violent crime in Indianapolis is a public health crisis. My friends, these things should not be. And there are many people who are trying to figure out what the solution is, trying to understand the problems that face our city. But the Bible gives us understanding of these things. In Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 8, it says, He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity. In Hosea 8, 7, speaking to the rebellious Old Testament nation of Israel, the prophet declares, For they have sown the wind, and therefore they shall reap the whirlwind. This sentiment is expressed in the New Testament in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7 by the Apostle Paul when he said, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You see, we are eating the fruit of our own ways. We're reaping what we have sown in our society. We are reaping what we have sown throughout our nation. And the law of God demands that we are to love Him with all of our heart, with all of our mind, our soul, and our strength. In Deuteronomy chapter 6-5, this is the first table of the law. And the second table of the law says that we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. In Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 18, it says, Don't avenge yourselves or bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus affirmed this law. The first and second table of the law, which is summarized in the idea that we are to, first of all, love God with all of our heart and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And Jesus affirmed this when he was asked what was the greatest commandment in Matthew chapter 22. And he said, the first and the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, and strength. And the second, to love your neighbor as yourself. Our sins against our neighbor is always a result of our rebellion against God. You see, the very first sin that we find in the Bible was Adam and Eve's rebellion against God. And you know what the second recorded sin in Scripture is? Cain killing his brother Abel. Violations of the two tables of the law. 
to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and strength, which Adam and Eve did not do. And to love your neighbor as yourself, which brought about the murder of Abel by his brother, Cain. You see, the violence in our city is a direct result of our rebellion against God. We have denied our Creator, and instead of teaching that man was created in the image of God, we are teaching that man has evolved in the image of animals. We have prohibited the teaching of creation. We have prohibited prayer. We have prohibited the display of the Ten Commandments. We have prohibited any acknowledgement of God in our schools and in civil society. And the result is just as the Bible predicts in Romans chapter 1. Listen to the words of Paul. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters of uh, evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. And even though, Paul says, they know God's judgment upon these things, not only do they do them, but they find pleasure in those who do it. You see, our only hope is for the church to be engaged in society with the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is only the gospel of Jesus Christ that can change the heart of man who is in rebellion against God. Our hope is in a civil government to participate in their jurisdiction in the restraining of sin. But even more so than just the restraining of sin, but also actively praising and promoting good works. The very good works that are being denied. Because we are being told, you can't do that. You can't teach that. The very thing that is needed in our society is the thing that we are being told that we cannot do and that we need to shut up and go into the catacombs. But what we need is for a church to rise up. Because we are promised, even though we have all these examples in the Old Testament concerning Israel's rebellion against God and the evil that would come upon them, the mischief that would befall them, and they would not be able to put it off. Why? Because it was God's judgment upon their sin and upon their rebellion. But we are also, through the example of Israel in the Old Testament, given a promise. In 2 Corinthians 7.14, if my people, 2 Chronicles, thank you, 2 Chronicles 7.14, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. 
Then will I forgive their sin. Then will I heal their land. Let us pray. O most holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, three persons and one God, our Creator, Redeemer, Sanctifier, our Lord, our Governor and Father, hear us and have mercy upon us miserable sinners. As the world was created for your glory, let your name be glorified throughout the world. Let self-love and pride and vainglory be destroyed. Cause us to love you, to fear you, and to trust you with all of our hearts, and to live for you. Let all the earth subject themselves to you, their King. Let the kingdoms of the world become the kingdoms of the Lord and of his Christ. Put it into the hearts of rulers and leaders in this state of Indiana to submit to Christ and to be a friend to his people. We pray that you would save them from the temptations that would drown them in sensuality or break them upon Christ as a rock of offense by engaging against his holy doctrine and ways and servants. We pray, O God, that you would deliver us and all your people from the enmity and rage of Satan and all his wicked instruments and preserve us to your heavenly kingdom. We pray that you would forgive us of our sins of commission and omission. Father, it's not only the things that we are directly rebelling against you and against your commandments in, but also our refusal and many times as the church, our refusal to do that which we know is good. We pray that you would forgive us of our sins and that we would no longer be amongst those who are apathetic against this denial of the Imago Dei. But may you help us to love our neighbors as ourselves. For only you are the universal king. All power is yours in heaven and earth. And of you and through you and to you are all things. And the glory shall be yours forever. Amen.